What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Black Bald and Bearded Up Podcast. What's up, gentlemen? What's the deal? What's the deal? Spike Reed in the building. You know what it is. Yeah. It's your boy DJ Motorman. What's up? What's up? I'm your girl, Von Kaya. Nice to see you guys again, gentsies. Oh, let's get into another week of sports talk. NBA, Blake Griffin to the Nets to add to another, what is it, the Monstars? (laughs) (laughs) Might as well be. Might as well be. (laughs) Literally, Space Jam's about to come out, may as well make the situation come together, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What did you guys think about that move? So listen, man, like this, this, this is just more confirmation once again. And it's always going to come back to this, that LeBron James is the motherfucking goat. This happens every single time. It has yet to fail. Every time LeBron wins a championship, a super team is formed every time because they know what it takes to beat this man. They know it literally takes a super team to beat this man. Aside from the 2011 Mavs, it takes a super team to beat LeBron James. Point blank, period. So, listen, LeBron wins the championship. The KD leaves Golden State, goes to Brooklyn. Because the thing is, he had a perfect situation at Golden State. They could have kept winning championships and kept winning championships. But the reason why he didn't, that he left, is because everyone said, questioned the validity of the championship, myself included. Shit, mainly me. And I'm going to continue to question them motherfucking chips, if you want to call it. I'm putting championships in quotes. So he gets those championships at Golden State. He leaves so he can be like, all right, check this out. I can actually win a championship with one of the star. The NBA, everyone was so happy because it technically was pretty level. Leveled out. All the contenders had two superstars. Clippers had Kawhi and uh, Pandemic P. Lakers had the King and AD. Uh, even though, you know, before Clay got hurt, uh, Warriors had Steph and Clay. Um, the, the Nets had KD and uh, Kyrie. Like every to the teams is pretty even around the league. But what happened was James Harden pulled his stunt in Houston, went to Brooklyn, completely took away from the two-star factor. So already KD's championship this season, if he wins, is put in question already, just for the fact that now you got these three motherfuckers on the team. But then Kevin Durant looked around. He saw James Harden to the left. He saw Kyrie to his right. And he said to himself, nah. This ain't enough for LeBron James. I need more. And this motherfucker recruits one of the best slam dunk artists of all time, even though he hasn't dunked since 2019. We'll talk about that. But he recruits Blake Griffin. So now his starting lineup is Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, DeAndre Jordan, and Blake Griffin with Joe Harris coming off the bench. They got Amon Shumpert for defensive purposes coming off the bench. I mean, like, what, what are we doing here, guys? What are we... This reminds me of when Golden State had the four stars, then all of a sudden Boogie was on the team. I was just like, what, what are we doing there, guys? What the fuck are we doing there? So although Blake Griffin might not be the Blake Griffin from the Clippers, he's still Blake Griffin in a sense. He doesn't dunk like he used to, but he actually added 
the three-point shot to his repertoire. He is still a six-foot-ten body that, you know, somewhat plays defense. You know what I'm saying? He's still a factor. So all this look goes to me is that Kevin Durant is still and never will be LeBron James and is still afraid of LeBron James. That's really what it come down for me. So Blake Griffin, take him. Take him, nigga. You might as well take DeAndre Drummond. You might as well take whoever the fuck else you can find. Take Jimmy Butler. Take whoever else. Take all these niggas. Nigga. Championship still ain't going to mean shit. Point blank, period. Man, um, to, to to add on to the players that that he's already had, um, it's funny to see that you know KD was like this this superstar who um, a lot of people believed would be the superstar to like take a franchise to a championship on its own, and we thought we'd see that with the Oklahoma City Thunder, and then you know they went up three one. Oh no, I'm sorry. They did go up 3-1, sure right? Sure did. Sure did. Yep. Against the, 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 the Golden State Warriors, and then they folded. And then the next year, he was gone. And then, you know, we heard all this shit about, you know, he didn't have no teammates that could that could shoot. He didn't have no shooters. And, and, and it reminded me of the same shit that – not excuse me, not the same shit. The same bullshit – that Kyrie was talking about when he played with uh, LeBron, how, oh, you know, there weren't any shooters on my team. You know, when I look down the court, I could defer to that motherfucker right there because he could shoot. And then this team goes in as, you know, the perennial MVP, all-time scoring bucket getter motherfucking James Harden. And it's like, oh, okay, so we got a three-headed monster here. And, you know, they – oh, by the way, they still have Joe Harris who can shoot. And, um, you know, you still got a big man in DeAndre Jordan who can still jump, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And then you got the other motherfucker named Kuji Chagalia or whatever his name is off the bench who can mm-hmm. do some crazy shit uh, randomly. So, I mean, this is – Andrew Shamit, don't forget about yeah. him. Sham it, uh, you know, and then the, the playoffs come back around, they can get um Dinwiddie back. So possibly, possibly he probably won't come back. Yeah, he but. probably gonna sit this one out, but but I mean, just for just for uh shits and giggles, let's throw Dinwiddie in, in there too. But um mm. you see, they add Blake Griffin um from a team that look listen, I thought if he left Detroit, he was gonna go, you know, somewhere else. I I Although, look, we know that these guys are getting older, so they want these rings. So that's what he's doing. He's ring chasing. Yeah. But the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, man. I mean, that's Shameless. just. Shameful. Shameful. That's just like, you know, it was like, fuck it. I'm, I look around. I would have rather him gone and played with Curry. <coughs> I mean, yeah. Curry ain't got no help. He needs some help. Him and Draymond is out there struggling. They got their ass whipped the other night by the Clippers. Yep. Like it was, it was un, unreal uh, how bad it was. But to get back on um, Blake Griffin, he goes to the Nets. Now the Nets have basically a perennial All Star team uh, with four All Star players. Um, it's just not fair. It's really not. I mean, we talked about not we, but everyone talked about LeBron so badly when he made his move from Cleveland to Miami and join D Wade and Chris Bosh. And now all of a sudden it's like, Oh, uh, 
super team yeah let's do it um and and oh by the way let's do it without lebron let's go somewhere else and make a super team to beat lebron like uh, this this narrative is getting very tired. It's been tired. I mean, like you said, if he wanted to win multiple championships or even just have a super team to win a championship, he could have stayed in Golden State with all of that. I mean, mm-hmm. would he go to Brooklyn for and get all of these guys to come to the East? I mean, there, there's actually back to the thing that that I said before. Mm-hmm. Braun goes to the West. Now all these niggas is running away to mm-hmm. the East. You know I mean. We see what happens. There's actually a quote that addresses this directly from Kevin Durant on July 16th, 2010. Quote, now everybody want to play for the Heat and the Lakers. Let's go back to being competitive and going at these peoples. Nigga, what? Right. When when did you go from that? You went from that to going on not one, but two super, super teams, not just a super team. Look, listen, let, let, let me let me just let me just address this bullshit. Everybody loves to say the Heat had a super team. Let's be clear here. Let's be perfectly clear. LeBron, Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade. OK, cool. So a team generally has 15 players. That's three out of the 15. Do niggas know the first year the Miami Heat had starting center? They had Joel Anthony. He These niggas had Carlos Arroyo. These niggas had the corpse of Jawan Howard. That's who was on that team. Jawan Howard was about 63 years old playing in that team. So, like, enough of this super team bullshit. Maybe the next year when Ray Allen, maybe you could call it a super team. But, like, fuck all that shit, man. That first year, get the fuck out of my face with that. So, they, they had that squad, but they're comparing that to Kevin Durant, having Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, who was the damn defensive player of the year, all on one team, and then you add Boogie Cousins. And then you go to this, this, and by the way, they're all in their prime, by the way. At the, on Miami, that first year, that was when they was legitimate uh, as far as like all three of the superstars was playing superstar level. Everyone forgets about the year at the next three years, Dwayne Wade was in and out of games because of his knees. There was a couple times Dwayne D. Wade would play every other game. So like we we not we not doing that game because then you go over to this goal this uh this uh Brooklyn team where you have also once again you have fucking four stars now you have four stars three of which are in their prime currently KD Kyrie Harden currently in their prime so Kevin Durant I don't want to hear shit from him ever all of his championships forward if he does get one this year which he better and he gets one the next year which he better and as long as his team is together he better be winning championships every single one of them is going to have asterisks next to it because lord knows had this have been LeBron James on that team every single person there will question the validity of the championships had this have been LeBron James Harden and Kyrie and then you add Blake Griffin I remember specifically the the the, uh, the quote, how much help does LeBron need became a thing when LeBron got Kyle Korver. The yeah. Golden State Warriors picked up Kevin Durant and LeBron James picked up Kyle Korver and another corpse of the corpse of Darren Williams. And they talk about some, how much help does LeBron need? Darren Williams was halfway in a casket playing for the Cavs, and they talking about how much help does LeBron need. Let the fuck <laughs> out of here, man. I try to hear that shit, bro. Like, Straight up, man. Like, I don't want to hear none of that shit. Like, this this, this Brooklyn Nets team is on some bullshit. If they, they better win. That's all I'm saying. They better win. Because oh, yeah. if they lose, it's going to be worse than the Clippers losing last year. If the, gold, if the uh, Brooklyn Nets do not win a championship this year. And by the way, uh, 
you know, they said that Blake Griffin said that KD was the one that, you know, uh, recruited, recruited him. him the most. Like, he, he was on his head. So, so it's funny to see that, you know, oh, KD's the one that makes all of these claims about LeBron and that. <laughs> And then, you know, uh, he goes over and he's the main one recruiting people. Like, bro, what you need Blake Griffin for? You weren't thinking about Blake Griffin when you was in Golden State? Nope. You weren't thinking about Blake Griffin when you was in Oklahoma City? <laughs> nope. Like, why, Ken- why you want Blake Griffin now? You already got Harden and Kyrie. <laughs> yep. Who because else Ken- do? What more does KD need? That's yeah. How much help does because KD wakes up periodically in the middle of the night in cold sweat and thinks about that 2012 championship when LeBron (laughs) made him cry to his mama. That's really what it is, and he looks around because KD knows what LeBron does to him whenever KD is not surrounded by a super team. He remembers. He knows that in order to beat LeBron James, KD needs to have a super team around him. He knows that. And he saw James Harden and he saw Kyrie Irving and he saw DeAndre Jordan and he saw Joe Harris and he said, nah, this ain't enough. That's what he <laughs> said. This, is, this ain't enough. I need more. I need Blake Griffin. So he brings in Blake Griffin and they're still looking to get somebody else. This shit is crazy. This shit is they saying or some shit like that. I don't know what the hell they looking for, but they they need that what they need is to lay off the peyote and um stop hiring all of these extra bodies because I mean if they would have you know stuck to their guns and kept the young squad that they had, Mm -hmm. you know, that team was deep. They were already a playoff team without these niggas. Now now you add, you know. Four all stars, you add four all stars. If this team does not right, win a championship, this will be the biggest, yeah. biggest bullshit team ever. Yes. Like, you never can tell me that you could put four all stars like this on a team. these. Ain't just four all stars that just squeakingly made the all star team. No, <laughs> these are starters. Yes. These are these are top of the league guys. Like we talking about two, three of these guys were well no, two of the four were MVPs. The right. other guys won a ring. You know what I'm saying? Two they of They led their own rings. teams. Yeah. yeah. So yes. it's like I mean, <laughs> I mean, even though, you know, Kyrie <clears throat> technically never led shit. Yeah. He, but, tried yeah. he tried it and we saw what happened. But. He's a great shooter from time to time. Amazing ball handler. Oh, basketball. Yeah, yeah, basketball, basketball handler. Best ball handler of all time. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Skill wise, yeah. of course. But, uh, but we're right. talking but, about leadership. Nah, mm, no, no way. I agree. No way. Um, I agree. And the man can't play defense to save his life. No. So yeah, they, they, they need that's going to be, be their big problem. Yeah, and, and but once again, the media does not give it the same attention. I I remember when I specifically remember when um, Anthony Davis was doing his sit out thing so he could like come to the Lakers, and I remember Charles Barkley said on national TV that Adam Silver should veto this trade, uh, should veto this whole thing because we can't have players controlling where they go. Some bullshit like that. But yet Charles Barkley has not said a word. Has not said a word about <laughs> Golden. I mean, about Brooklyn getting James Harden and then getting Blake Griffin. He hasn't said a word about that. But when it comes to LeBron James getting one star, getting Anthony Davis, it was the whole world just dropped. Oh, you know, Adam Silver should veto this shit. And I, you know, get the fuck out of here, man. The agenda is real. 
the agenda is when it and when it's every the things that they crucify LeBron for, they praise other players for. That's what's crazy about this whole situation. You know what I'm saying? Like they over here killing LeBron James for getting just one star. They, they look what they're doing right now. They're already mad because the Lakers are trying to get Andre Drummond and they mad at that. That's, that's usually because LeBron is uh, innovative to some degree. Like he'll do whatever. And I think that net, like before people were pissed at him because it just, it was like, that's too crazy. It's too taboo. And now that he's already done it, the shock value is gone. Um, Not that that's fair because LeBron had to endure all that criticism for being the person to make that shit okay. I mean, Jesus made a lot of stuff okay. I'm just saying. They're both (laughs) Just saying. Yeah. (laughs) Put that energy out there. (laughs) Thanks. But, um, you know, our Lakers, speaking of LeBron and our Lakers, I know they're going to need some serious secret sauce. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to drink that up, to take on all these super teams that are being formulated against us, because we know that's what's up. Of we course. already know Lakers Always. out here. Um, Lakers are trying to trade for Andre Drummond. <clears throat> Where are we at with that, gentlemen? How do we feel like this is going to go? Going to work? So, um, from what I was, uh, my understanding, I think they're going to Andre Drummond's going to get bought out, and mm-hmm. then the Lakers are going to uh, try to they're trying to recruit him. Uh, that means the Lakers got to drop somebody, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in order to, and, and that's just nothing. It's kind of weird. Like somehow it just seems like the Brooklyn Nets have like endless roster spots. Like it just seems like for some reason, it just seems like <laughs> they just can keep getting niggas, but the Lakers got to drop. We had to cut Quinn Cook. We got to cut like, you know what I'm saying? It just seems like that. But, and I love Quinn Cook. Shout out to Quinn mm-hmm. Cook, DMV. You already know, PG County. Yes, sir. But um, I think that, uh, I think what's going to have to happen is, the Lakers will end up dropping somebody. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, like I said a long time ago, I think it's high time that we've ended the uh, Kustis, uh, onto the Kupo. Uh, I knew you was going to say <laughs> that. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's high time we end that experiment. Listen, we, we kept him on in case his brother didn't sign so we could bring him on. His brother signed the contract. I think it's time. Kustis, Kustis, whatever his name is. Yeah, have a good night, brother. You're, you're good. Go, you know, go anywhere. It's about time we let him go. So we probably will, hopefully, uh, or McKinney, one of the motherfuckers. And then they bring in Andre Drummond, if that's the case. If that is the case, that will help tremendously. Right now, Andre Drummond is averaging 17 and 14. Um, it would be a good look. Uh, Marcus Gasol, I like what he brings to the team, but he stays in foul trouble and he's not really offensive machine like we would need. At least Andre Drummond is giving seven. I mean, and, and the rebounds would help tremendously. He would be a major pickup. I don't think that's it, though. I don't think he, he's not going to take us over that hump because ultimately we're going to either see the Sixers or the Nets in the finals. So Andre Drummond would be a major, major piece. He'll probably start. He'll probably start over Gasol. You got Gasol and uh, Trez coming off the bench, and um, that'll be good. You know, I mean, I, I like that start. I like the starting lineup of uh, Braun, AD, Drummond, um, uh, Schroeder, and uh, uh, KCP. I like that. So it would be good if we had him. 
Andre Drummond is, I mean, he's nice, like straight up. Like, I mean, he gets buckets. He's, de- he's a rebound machine. And, you know, one of the, like, I love AD, but this season, I don't know what the fuck is up with him and his rebounding. And he's just, he ain't, he ain't, again, maybe it's the injury. I don't know. He's not rebounding like he was. So Andre Drummond will help with that tremendously. We get bigger again. One of the things that helped the Lakers last year was we was a really big team. So that helps. I still don't think that would be it, though. We still need a wing. We need like another wing shooter or something. So I mean, shit, man. If we can, if we can trade for, uh, I was looking up. I'm like, is Trevor Ariza really that washed? Like, cause he, cause he's like, he's not even really playing right now. He's technically on the Thunder, but he hasn't been playing all season. He's out for personal reasons, so he's not even out due to injury. This nigga's just like, I don't feel like playing basketball. So like, maybe <laughs> if we can try to find a way to get a reason if he's not super washed. That would be kind of good. Trevor Ariza, just to be a wing defender. And then um, uh, uh, Andre Drummond, I think I think we'll be in good shape there. So I do hope we get Drummond. Um, and shit, we need somebody else, man. I said Ariza will be pretty solid too, if he's not super washed. Um, I, you know, I like this team that's, uh, I like the team that's set up now, um, to add Andre Drummond, um, to get back to being like the big team and having, um, you know, a, a real good presence down low because without, um, well, not without, but with, uh, Gasol, he doesn't really give us that, um, that strong presence in the middle. I mean, he's a good facilitator. He can shoot the ball pretty well, um, but, you know, he's a little slow. And even even defensively, he's kind of lost a step. You know what I mean? So um, I, I like I like to have him as a piece for the team, but if we add Drummond, I feel like that would uh, that would really beef us up and bulk us up um, in, in the middle. Now, one of the things that I do think, like you said, that we're still – um, a step away from is a wing or, you know, another score, uh, another guard, basically, um, who can uh, run the floor and defend. Because, uh, you know, I kind of forget that we got Wesley Matthews because, yeah, he's there, but, I mean. His ass can go. His ass can go. He is, you know, he's like a he's like a ghost. He's like, you know, he's there and then he's not. You know, yeah. you, don't, you don't really know when he's going to be there. So I feel like um, – I feel like he could also he could also kind of be you know leverage when well, no, it's too late right the All Star weekend stopped the trading so yeah I mean basically we gotta stick with this with this nigga playing the way he's been playing disgusting <laughs> and um disgusting. and hopefully Andre Drummond uh, gets added to the team um and it'll be a good it'll be a good uh, addition uh, as far as AD has been playing I do believe he's still injured um he's been playing injured. Um, and, and like, I think uh, he's honestly been uh, more injured than they've uh, been wanting to tell us because his game is totally different this year. Um, you know, he's really only had a few games where he's uh, really went off. Um, he hasn't looked himself at all rebounding, shooting. Um, he just really hasn't looked himself at all this season. So um, I don't know if he had too much champagne. That Michelob fucked him up. Um, <laughs> maybe somebody passed him the wrong dude. Or but uh, AD's got to be, get back to being the AD that uh, to. that we know him to be. And, and mm-hmm. you know, it'll be right on time for him to do it for this stretch uh, because 
he's got to get his you know feet together back for the uh, playoffs. So hopefully um, we start to see AD become uh, back into his old self. And you know, you had Drummond. Um, Drummond's gonna have to do something if we see uh, Embiid though, because Embiid whoops his ass every time. Oh, and he, and he still will. There's, there's, there, there legitimately might be times where they're going to probably have to, like, throw Drummond and Gasol and AD and Embiid if we end up seeing them in the finals. It's going to be, like, multiple different – and that's going to come down to uh, Vogel. But I'm not really a big fan of Vogel, but when it comes to defense, I am. So Vogel – you can't stop Embiid, but they if you put if you start throwing different bodies at him, and then you know Braun might get on him a couple of times. Like you start throwing Braun, Drummond, Gasol, um, um, AD, fuck around a couple of plays, even put Trez on him. Like he's going, it's gonna it's gonna be a little work. He'll have a little work. You know what I'm saying? You notice I didn't say Kuzma because Kuzma that motherfucking boy, tall, but tall enough to do it, but just he would garbage on the defensive end. My Kuz control. Yeah, he would he would he would torch Kuzma. Mm-hmm. Right, everyone would. Anyway. You, you would torch Kuzma. We Aww. all. Kaya would torch. Kuzma. We all would torch Kuzma. Poor Kuzma. <laughs> oh all you got to do, you gotta do is pump fake one time. He's jumping. No matter what it is, you can be at half court pump fake. He's still gonna jump for it. That nigga boy. Bless Kuzi. Oh, well, you know, I I hope my Lakers can get it together. I was in a two hour conversation about all the things they need to do today. I, I think I've reached my limit of how much more <laughs> I can even say. I was so frustrated. And they play, they play the Pacers in about an hour, so that's going to be interesting to see. A game that we better not lose because we can't make shots. I spent all day being oh, and complaining about that. That's facts. That's <laughs> big facts. Oh, okay, guys. Let us sit up and talk about Myers Leonard. <laughs> Talking about saying anti-semantic remarks um i don't want to repeat what it is of course but you guys know i feel like it's no room for people to act like that and disrespect people like that where are you guys at with it um so the thing that was stupid about him in particular is if you hear how he said it he actually paused and then said it so which means he actually was on the game, thought about it, and was like, yeah, I'm gonna say it anyway. Boom. Said it. I'm like, nigga, you literally there. gave yourself to that. That's what most people fuck up on. Most people don't like wait for, they don't think before they speak. They don't be like, huh, should I say this? Should I say this? Okay, boom. He literally thought about it and said, nah, it'll be all right. And said that shit anyway. I'm like, okay. He also didn't take consideration that his commissioner, Adam Silver, is Jewish. He just completely ignored that. He also didn't take into consideration that I believe that um, the Heat, uh, the Heat GM, uh, I think it's, fuck, uh, I think it's Bob something. I forgot his name, but him. I think he's Jewish. The Heat, the Heat GM, and he plays for the fucking Heat. So that was just plain stupid right there. Um, you know, so, you know, anything that happened, so they ended up giving him a fine and he uh, is suspended for 20 games or something, I think something like that. Um, I think that's what it was. It was something he was along those lines. for one week. One week, one week. Uh, but, he's, he, but he's injured for the whole year anyway. So uh, it's not going to happen until next year regardless. Uh, so it, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> so as far as that goes, he deserved it. You shouldn't, you know what I mean? Look, you said some racist shit and you got what you deserve. You know what I'm saying? It should just be common sense. You should know if you're, you know, you're a public figure and you said some racist shit publicly, like you, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. What's interesting though, when I first saw it, I said, 
and I'm and I'm dead ass about this, that he better get the same treatment as Nick Cannon and Deshaun Jackson, right? So if you remember, Deshaun Jackson said a, a, a quote that I understood what he was saying, but it was stupid because it literally said, before he said the quote, it said, Hitler said. And I'm like, nigga, like, wh- wh- why would you even, th- like, again, not thinking. Deshaun Jackson is more so, he's just, is an idiot. You know what I'm saying? His was more so like, bro, like, why would you even say that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you see anything you see Hitler saying, you probably shouldn't say the next thing. But regardless, <laughs> he's an idiot. He got on it. Now, again, I, so me, I'm not Jewish, so I can't really like be like, oh, they shouldn't be offended or whatever. Like, nah, if, you, if you're Jewish and you're offended, then I mean, you got every right to be. Um, but Deshaun Jackson, you know, they ran him through the ringer for that shit. Uh, I got what he was trying to say. He wasn't trying to attack Jewish people. He was trying to uplift black people in it. But the problem was, is that he said Hitler said, and that should be stupid. No, you should know. Don't say no dumb shit like that. So he got what he got. I understood it. He got everyone crazy on him. The Eagles, they didn't they didn't uh, kick him off the team, but they gave him like an undisclosed fine or whatever, right? Nick Cannon was totally different. Nick Cannon said some shit, again, that... I get what he's trying to say. And if, if you're Jewish and if you're offended, then I mean, hey, that you have every right to be. Uh, me as a black man, I was like, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't offended by what he said. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, not so much like I got, you know what I'm saying? I'm not Jewish, but it's like for me, I didn't think, I didn't personally think what he said was crazy. That's just me. Again, I'm not Jewish. So if they feel that type of way, they got every right to be. However, Nick Cannon got fired. That's the thing. <laughs> Nick Cannon got fired by via, via Viacom, whatever it was, and they was talking about, oh, he's anti-Semitic, this, that, and the third, and going throwing all types of shit. And that made me think about the fact that I'm like, okay, he got fired. That reminds me of when Mel Gibson back in 04 said some anti-Semitic shit, and Mel Gibson was in a movie the next year. So I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, no, 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 no. So when, and then you look at Myers Leonard, technically he still is on the Miami Heat. So that's the shit that I'm not going with and that I'm not feeling right there is because Nick Cannon said an anti-Semitic mark, as they say, and he was fired. Mel Gibson said anti-Semitic remarks multiple. He was in a movie the next year. Myers, Myers Leonard said an anti-Semitic mark. He's still on the heat. What's the common denominator here? The two white boys that say some racist shit. They're still, they both still have a job. But when it comes to the brother who says some racist shit, he's done. Or anti-Semitic shit or whatever, he's done. Fuck that. Nah, 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 nah. We're not doing that. We're not, we're not doing that because that makes me question how mad and upset you really are. Don't, we're not doing it. We're not picking and choosing who gets to keep their job when you're both saying anti-Semitic comments. Nah, 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 nah. Fuck that. If Nick Cannon is fired, Miles Leonard ass better be fired too. And I still seeing Mel Gibson in movie. I just saw a fat man a couple weeks ago with Mel Gibson in it. Fuck that, man. Like, so nah, we're not doing that. So, so I do think Miles Leonard is a jackass. I think he's an idiot. I think if we're gonna keep the same energy, then he needs to be fired. But what we're not doing is we're not playing this game of whenever a black person says something that you deem as anti-Semitic, they automatically lose their job and everything. But when a white boy says it, he gives a little half-ass apology, and then all of a sudden he's just good to go. Uh, let's act like it's never happened. Fuck that. That's not flying. That's not flying. Yeah, man. Um I mean, you know, words like that aren't uh, allowed anywhere. And uh, it's very, I don't want to say funny, but it, it's kind of comical to even see that this came about because 
his ass is terrible in Call of Duty. He's playing a shoot game where the object of the game is to shoot or be shot. And he was getting killed. He was getting his ass killed. So what he did was, you fucking cowards. You fucking snipe. Don't fucking snipe me. You And then he let it out. And it's like, okay, you mean to tell me that that okay first of all you're trash at the game so what what i give my son or what i tell my kids when they start fucking around and yelling and screaming and banging on the tables and shit like you 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 get if the game's making you that mad put the controller down <laughs> step away from the game you know what i'm saying if if your opponent if your opponent's killing you that bad put the controller down put the headset down and step away from the game. Miles Leonard, you are a grown man. Yep. Now, first of all, you have the wherewithal to think before you speak. And I think you thought before you said what you said, but I'm sure <laughs> that you said, fuck it, I'ma just say it anyway. They probably ain't gonna catch it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I'ma just say it. No, you're an athlete. You're a professional athlete at that. So you just said, you know, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to go ahead and call this guy something crazy. And, you know, uh, I let the, my emotions get the best of me. And then you get on Instagram and post this long, I'm sorry and deeply, you know, apologize. Oof, that listen, that shit. listen, man, you know how many brothers have lost their jobs, their, their uh, livelihood because of nothing? You know what I'm saying? So let alone to say some derogatory shit, but but you know, he's not a brother, so he don't gotta follow the same circumstances. But for him to do what he did uh over a game, yeah, he needs to lose his job. I don't I don't think he deserves to be on a professional NBA team. Um, he deserves to have, even though he's already hurt, cut the man. You know what I'm saying? Let them let them retry next year because what good is it? Like there there needs to be a better model for when people fuck up, and it can't just be shown on black people. It can't just be oh we gonna lay the hammer down on these negroes, but when 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 uh Sasha from overseas or you know John from Indianapolis or something. Uh, says a racial slur or something anti-Semitic, find him and you know just bench his ass. No, mm -hmm. cut his ass and make mm -hmm. him see how it feels to really have to fend for himself out here when he says some dumb shit. Because and, my, and Myers Leonard isn't even a valuable fucking player. Let me just tell you something, man. <laughs> this motherfucker this season is averaging three points, two rebounds, zero point seven assists on a career. <laughs> five points. Three rebounds, 0 0.9 assists. So it's not even like this motherfucker's like, you gotta have him. But yet and still, they have yet to let him go. He should have immediately been let go because once again, although it is not a sport, Nick Cannon was fired. And Mel Gibson was not. So what we're not doing is we're not playing this little game right here. Then, then Myers Linda tried to say in his little half-baked ass apology, because he knew he basically went with the I'm white and I say so approach of, well, listen, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and write a little half-baked. I, I didn't know. Motherfucker said I didn't know the meaning behind it and shit. Then like, you bro, shouldn't you, be saying it anyway. Right. And you pause and say, but we're not, but I'm not, grown ass man, I'm not playing that. <laughs> 
I'm not playing that game either. Oh, I I didn't know what I was saying. Nigga, you knew damn well what the fuck you were saying. That's why you paused and said it because you said it in the, as an insult. It's like you said, he's right. playing yeah. the game and he was pissed off so he wanted to insult the other person that he was playing against. So that's what happened. The fact of the matter is, is that you knew what you were saying. You knew what you was trying to convey and you knew Again, this is part of being, you know, I mean, I, I don't like being one of the guys who overly use white privilege, but the fact of the matter is that shit exists. You mm-hmm. knew you had that white privilege to say mm-hmm. what the fuck you was going to say and you was going to get a bare minimum fine. And truth mm-hmm. of the matter is, had not been for social media gassing the shit up, probably wouldn't have got fined at all. But it's like they had to do something. You know what I'm saying? You had to say something. And truthfully, and, and that's the thing, the, the audacity, the fucking nerve of Myers Leonard to be the one to do this. Remember, Myers Leonard was the one who, when everybody else was taking the knee during the national anthem, he was the only one standing in the bubble. So big surprise that he said some racist shit. That really? That guy, the guy who was yeah. standing up talking about stuff, oh, I don't want to. He said the nerve to say, I don't want to say Neil because I respect the troops. The question is, what troops, nigga? You talk about the troops over here, or you talking about the Nazi Hitler troops? What troops hmm. what troop you talk about? Which ones do you respect? Get the fuck out of here, man. Like, I just hate when people make their remarks like that, too, because, like, y'all, do you understand that kneeling has shit to do with hating on the troops like you can respect nothing. the troops and kneel it has nothing to do with that they he knows like, he knows everyone years and it's so funny to me that people say shit like that too when you know they clearly watch the media and we know for years that there's this fight and struggle has been about police brutality and you know how the the cops don't give a fuck about us how they treat us uh badly so it had nothing to do with the troops Ever. I mean, it never had nothing to do a, with the troops. The only the only comparison. Right. The only, the only parallel was because it came during the national anthem, which shouldn't be played at the games any damn way. Why are we so, why are we so like gun ho about oh they we gotta we gotta have the you know and it's money, money. paid patriotism. Yeah. They added that they added that in the TV and the warm-ups and all of that shit because of the extra bread, you know, that they're getting from from them. But listen, yeah. we don't need the national anthem no. to start these games. We do not. We can say it to ourselves, we can say it at the game, but it's not a necessity. And it's only causing more problems because America's in its softest point right now where everything said is going to offend someone and it's going to be some type of backlash that has to be rep, uh, uh, has to be rectified. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's move yeah. on from this bullshit. Yeah, and, and Myers Leonard knew that. He, he was very well aware of it. That's what I'm saying. You can't, on one hand, you can't have this mentality of, well, you know, I'm standing up for the troops and I'm socially uh, conscious because of the troops trying to be the opposite and like going against the grain. But then months later, you saying anti-Semitic remarks. You know what right. I'm saying? So if he said if he said that, there's no question in my mind that Myers Leonard said nigga at some point. No question. Oh, yeah. No no question in my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah, so if, if there's a video that pops up a couple of weeks from now, Myers Leonard calling somebody a nigga playing COD. No doubt in my mind, I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. My friend said I could say it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, come, come say, on, teammates. Say uh, people, yeah, that's all. Uh, well... You guys know I'm not down with anybody talking out of the side of their face crazy, especially when you don't know what the word means. Like that's just the, it It makes you look even more stupid. Cause it's like, why are you even saying it? You 
thought about it and you still yep. went with it, knowing you don't know the meaning. Yep. Hey, sounds Allegedly like some dumb shit to me. <laughs> right, sounds exactly. Like some dumb shit still, either way. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, speaking of more dumb shit, this keeps <laughs> happening with the Knicks. I feel like this consistently happens with them. I see this all the time where they're always getting in some mess at Madison Square Garden with a player all the time. So um, I Dean, Patrick Ewing, giving him a hard time, I'm sure. And he's like, what the? <laughs> How do you guys feel about that? I feel like this happens all the time, all the time. Every year, it's a story with them. What you think, Mona? I think they need to, it's not the security, but I think they need to get um, uh, the owner up out of there. Don't I mean, yeah, it, it just has to happen. I mean, I feel like, and and get, don't get me wrong, this isn't no easy thing to, to happen. You know, an owner owns the company. So, uh, you know, you can't just say, hey, why don't you just step down and let somebody <laughs> else run? The, right. But no. I mean, James Dolan is probably the worst owner that still has a team in the league right mm -hmm. now because yes. um, for all of this dumb stuff to happen, um, especially to Hall of Famers, especially to guys who who um, lifted up your team, um, you know, guys that put this team, this franchise on their backs um, and, you know, you got little shit like this, like with security and and entrances being changed and you know you see what he did to charles oakley like mm -hmm. you know this this what happened to patrick ewing just adds to the list of uh really dumb things that should not happen and i don't even understand why you know security has been uh ramped up the way it has like you know i i don't think we're gonna have another 9-11 situation happen especially not at madison square garden mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then um excuse me security do you know who this man is uh, <laughs> he did he did play for this franchise for years i mean i don't know who they have for security because they might be young guys and they might not know who he is but nevertheless what the hell are you doing? James the nigga, Dolan. The nigga's seven foot, though. Like, so, yeah, you're surprised a seven Wait, foot seven dude comes up. Like, even if you don't know, even if you're fucking uh, security that's 18 years old and you weirdly don't know who Patrick Ewing is, you see a seven foot nigga in a suit walking up. That's probably probably likely he hooped at some point. Right. More than likely. So this so this just, this just adds to, uh, I mean... They might as well put this on Shaq and a Fool because it's just, <laughs> it's really exhausting. I mean, um, Dolan. It's embarrassing. It is. It is. Because mm -hmm. especially at, at the time when the franchise is actually starting to take a turn for the better. You know, they have a young team that's doing good. Um, you know, they, they have plans to possibly make the playoffs. Um, so they're making a push with, you know, the new hirings and stuff. But. Uh, you know, he's done all of that stuff to move towards good. And then, you know, they take 10 steps back by having security that's on steroids because they don't know who the fuck Patrick Ewing is. They got to escort Charles Oakley out of the building. They got to ban fans because they Thank say you. fire James Dolan. They got to kick uh, Spike Lee out of the stadium, <laughs> out of the arena, who is their biggest fan and they should be paying Spike Lee oh, to be at these Listen games. Because, because listen, you know how many people know who the Knicks are because of Spike Lee? Exactly. Big like, facts. like, come on, man. Like y'all owe Spike facts. Lee, not just a chair, 
Y'all owe Spike Lee a lot. So like you didn't put Spike Lee, give him a jersey in the Raptors for yeah. real for like put his some real shit. Up in the Raptors. Yeah, that was some real shit. <laughs> like make his shit golden because he's been giving y'all bread for all these years. I know y'all probably gave him a little bit of discount, but knowing James only probably ain't gave him shit. Probably didn't give him a damn thing. Not a nickel, not a penny. And you know, he's refused to even go to games because of how terrible mm-hmm. it's been. So they, they got to do something. I don't know what they can do, but they got to do something. You know, the, the Knicks remind, this is the thing that I always talk about um, when I talk to a couple of my friends. The Knicks remind me of how uh, comic book movies right now treat their male fans. This is a problem that I have. The number one consumer of comics is men. Right. That's always been like, you know, there's there's women who like comics for sure. But the number one main consumer is men. Like you, I think for the longest time, comics was looked at like, oh, just for like male nerds and shit like that. For the longest time, that's what the uh, the stigma of was behind it. So then because of this new era that we're in currently, what they try to do is they try to pander to women. And so they have made, if you watch movies, I've watched comic book movies, particularly MCU, it's like, they'll make like men or like the bad guys all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's always like the evil white man. I mean, I'm cool, I'm cool with that, but it's like, you know, they always try to make some, but, but they, they do it for, for brothers too sometimes. So it's like, you always want to do that. And I always say to myself that that is the dumbest thing ever because you essentially are isolating your biggest audience and that's why a lot of the movies that they do where they only pander to women especially on in dc with like uh batwoman and all that they fail because you're dissing your number one consumer dumb shit how that relates here the new york knicks your number one consumer is obviously you know people not people from new york and shit but the reason why is because of the history behind it the New York Knicks fans love the history of New York. They love Spike Lee being the courtside at the games. They love Patrick Ewing getting them to the Eastern Conference Finals. They love Charles Oakley being the heart and soul. What Draymond Green is to the Warriors now, that's what Charles Oakley was to the Knicks. They love those type of players and they love their history that they had. And you are so fucking stupid that you're going to isolate that group of people. You're going to take Charles Oakley out like he was the nigga and remember in Michael Max, remember the meme that goes around with Denzel's like, yeah, that brother's starving. Like that whole scene right there was because they took this dude out who was uh, questioning, uh, um, um, uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Remember they picked him up by his shoulders and took him out? That's exactly how they took Charles Oakley out of the fucking garden. And they did that to Oakley. Then you did, this like Mona just went down the list. You you changed the locks on Spike Lee. You Then uh, you tell a fan that he's getting, he gets uh, detained for telling Dolan to sell the team. Now, the number one player, I, I, arguably at least, the number one Nick, arguably, you ID him and give him a difficult time about coming to the damn garden. So you're going to isolate your main core, just like some of these comic book movies do. Y'all some dumbass motherfuckers straight up. Dolan is an idiot. Dolan got to go. Half of these kids like Dolan. Again, you can't just tell him that he got to sell it. Yeah, security's terrible too. You know, what I mean, whoever doesn't know Patrick Ewing is, you shouldn't be security at a basketball game. If you if you are working at a New York Knicks game and you don't know who Patrick Ewing is, you need to be fired from your job. 
You need to be doing security somewhere else down in uh on Broadway. You can't you can't be working at the Garden if you don't know what the fuck Patch Ewing is and you working there. So I, I just think that the New York Knicks. I, I, it's bittersweet that they're doing well because I don't want Dolan to see any type of success whatsoever. One of my boy, my boy G, uh, shout out to G, Rusty Winner, what up, bro? He uh, from New York. He's huge Nick fans, but he's just like you know, he's just depressed every year because the Knicks always fumble the bag somehow. You know, so you got to think the Knicks at one point they could have drafted Steph Curry, Knicks could have drafted Donovan Mitchell, Knicks just could have. I mean, they're just so many great players that the Knicks passed up on, and so. Um, I think that uh, 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 that James Dolan needs to sell the team. I think that security needs to get fired. They need to start. What is they put it in rice? Put the whole organization in rice. Start that motherfucker over, man. Yeah, start that shit over. It's a wrap. I agree. I think they need a new culture, new everything that might make people feel more comfortable doing mm-hmm. their job. Maybe, maybe the security so tight they forgot. They just so scared and traumatized. <laughs> Only explanation. Need a whole new uh, culture going on in here to get these people feeling better. <laughs> Only it makes no sense. I mean, what what else would he be there for? He's there for a fucking basketball game. That's I mean, how I feel. So why would you know? How why are you giving a man a hard time? He's there for a reason. He's not coming there to eat brunch with you guys. Like, right. Fuck. His jersey is literally in the Raptors. Raptors right. so disrespectful. He right. like, they ask him for ID. All you got to do is point to the Raptors. That's my ID, motherfucker. But you won't sit there and call like, come on, man. Disrespectful. Seriously, what you think he probably gave come to look. blow the building up? Like, oh, right. can't let you in here. It's like, yeah, I'm Patrick, Patrick Ewing. And they like, well, yeah, well, I'm Michael Jordan guy. Yeah, right. If it was some white dude, probably was some asshole like that. Patrick Ewing, oh, I'm right. LeBron James. ID, buddy. Get the fuck out of here, man. Go Okay. So still talking about shit treatment. Mm. The switching arenas going into Meghan Markle, mm. <laughs> our, mm. our ex royal family members, <laughs> her on Oprah. Um, I've watched like half of it so far. I've seen all the Twitter things about it. I've seen so much. It's tough to finish the rest, but uh, I, I felt for Meghan a little bit. Uh, it's probably rough going through that, especially being that, you know, she's from Oakland. And then you turn around and think that you're just immersed in this huge royal family. And now you're just a big somebody to go through all of that. And then all of the negative side to it, all of the nastiness behind it. I felt for, I felt for my girl, Megan. What did you guys feel? Seth, where were you at? I mean, listen, I felt that clearly like see i'm torn here right so obviously i feel bad for the girl because you know she didn't ask for all that all she did was just you know i'm i'm assuming she really loves the man so she yeah she loves him they got married (laughs) and you know everything was everything so for that i feel bad also as you know uh as a black man and you know she's she's a black woman that's like really weird that people are trying to say she's not black like since that's nothing that we got to stop doing we got to stop doing the whole when somebody's mixed they're they're black when it's uh when it's convenient for you for them to be black like i've seen so many people on twitter talk about something well she's not really but she's just black her, her, we her, said her she mama, was black when they was getting married and watching the whole situation. Her, her mother's black. If, 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 <laughs> facts. If one parent is black, you are black. Her mother is black. Father's like he's, he's black. Like <laughs> oh, when 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 it was Obama in office, it was oh first black president. But then when it's Meghan Markle, it's oh well she's not black. Shut the fuck up. Like you can't pick and choose when some. If you're mixed with black, you are black. 
point blank period. <laughs> so when it comes to her, so as far as that goes, yeah, I definitely feel uh, bad for her. Now, on the other hand, it's also one of those things that you kind of knew what you signed up for. You kind, you kind of knew what you signed up for. There's when I look at the royal family, <laughs> royal nothing of, yeah, nothing about <laughs> them says not racist. Nothing <laughs> about them says, hey, you know, we're open and loving to Warm, all. Fuzzy. Yeah, nothing <laughs> about them, not a damn thing. So when I see them, and, and what, what it seems to me like, it seems this is just my theory. I have no evidence behind this. It's just my personal, this is Spike Reed's theory. I think that, because you got to think, Prince Charles, uh, uh, Princess Diana was his mother. And, you know, the, the you know, the whole, um, uh, 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 the, the, I mean, they call it a controversy. They ain't no controversy. They killed yeah. him. They killed him. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's just keep it a buck. We're going to keep it a buck on Black Ball and Bear. They, they killed Princess Diana. Cut the bullshit. And he knows they killed his mama, right? He knows that. So my theory is, maybe he really does love her, but I th my theory is he also was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and stick it to these motherfuckers that killed my mama, and I'm going to go ahead and get me a Black woman and piss them the <laughs> fuck off because that definitely has to have a major factor to it because all they care about is bloodline and you come in here with this half black baby now and that's gonna fuck up your bloodline as far as these racist motherfuckers is concerned so i do not say this is and this is a fuck you to the family and he's like cool y'all gonna kill my mama here y'all go go ahead let me fuck up your bloodline bravo to him if that is the case you know what i'm saying so that's just my theory i have no evidence behind it it's just my personal theory so i think that that being said, she knew what she was getting into. I do feel bad for her. I also feel as though that she needs to, uh, um, I guess they did the right thing. You know, they got out of that situation. She needs to get some security, some major security, though, because, like, that's a dangerous situation you went to. You literally just went on national television and told the whole world, something that we already knew, that there was racist, but you basically just, like, let it be out there now. So now it's a discussion that everyone is discussing. And if you notice, they're trying to do damage control. You see the, mm -hmm. the royal family just randomly walking around with Black people. I was like, okay, you got this motherfucker. Where are you just walking, these black yeah, just walking around. Uh, pip, pip, chap. Come, come, my fellow black. Uh, you know, just like the fuck out of here, man. Like all of a sudden you got like black people just following you around. Like, all right, man. Like, like we pets or something. Yeah, exactly. Like we fucking pets. You might as well put a leash on niggas at this point. The way that they're walking around with them. I'm like, you disrespectful ass motherfucker. So yeah, I, I, that's how I feel, you know. <laughs> that's just that's okay. just me. Modern man, where me. it's you at with the royal family? <laughs> How do you feel? I mean, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Uh, for them to, um, for them to say that it's they're concerned about the kids' mm. skin color, and to tell uh, that man that they're concerned about his child's skin color, um. Yeah, I would be I would be extremely pissed. Um, mm -hmm. I would want nothing to do with the royal family and um, I'd have some harsh words for him, especially for my mother or my grandmother, whatever mm -hmm. who she is to him. Um, but uh, furthermore, you know, I actually I commend I commend Meghan and Prince um, for doing what they did, coming out and speaking, speaking out about it. Um, I don't really know how this helps them you know what i mean i i now listen i'm not saying this to say they kept it to themselves mm -hmm. but 
you know, uh, I do agree that it could be a sticky situation, um, especially, you know, now with them not being under the royal family's protection anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, if That's I want to be, are born. but if, if I want to be completely <laughs> honest, how I feel, um, maybe it's good that they're not under the royal protection uh, because, you know, we see what happened when um, their mother was under royal protection yep. and what happened. So, Maybe it's good that they're not. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, I just wish them the best, man. That's all I can. Mm-hmm. That's really all I have because, you know, they're a beautiful couple. Um, you know, kudos to having a young black woman, you know, mm-hmm. a, a nice, successful black woman. And Thank kudos for, to him for standing up to his family because, you know, a lot of the times when you have old rituals and old family history like that, um, it doesn't go over well at all. Like they probably could have just said, "Hey, we're not letting you out of the royal family." Fuck is you talking about? But um, they did, and uh, it's good that that he got out of it. Um, it's it's sad that this news has come out, but I mean, it's it shouldn't be a surprise to him, honestly. I mean, he, I think he said he was shocked because it was a bit awkward. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, I think the signs probably were there a long time ago. For sure. Uh, by the way, earlier I said Prince Charles is Prince Harry. My bad, I got the wrong name, but uh, <laughs> Harry is what I was referring to. But my, and my thing is, like, regardless, the audacity of that family to be worrying about the skin color of somebody, like, as if appearance has something to do with it. Have you seen Prince Philip? Prince Philip. <laughs> First, you want to talk. I was talking about earlier certain players about the corpse of this player. Prince Philip legitimately looks like a corpse. This dude has been dead for years and they keep just bringing him around places. This dude has had so many heart attacks and so many like heart transplants. And I'm sitting there like, but y'all got y'all got the nerve to talk about what somebody look like. Y'all got the nerve to worry about skin. Print. Google, I want everyone to Google Prince Philip right now and tell me that he's still alive. That's what I'm saying. He he, he legitimately does. Jesus has called him so many times and he has declined the call. I've seen it time and time and time. The the devil keeps pulling him back. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. There's no reason why this dude is still on earth. But y'all got the audacity to complain about a baby because they're saying the skin color and the baby doesn't even look black at all. That's what makes it even crazy. If, If you actually, if you look at the baby, he doesn't look black at all. And, and even, even if he did, whatever. But the fact is, is like, yo, he doesn't even look black at all. Y'all still mad? Y'all still complaining? It's like, okay, all right, man. They know what's in the jeans. They know that just one gene yep, can make, you know what I'm saying? They we all know blood, one they gene. They want that bloodline tampered with, but it already yep. is, so deal with yep. it. Yep. <laughs> that, that whole situation makes me sad. She's pregnant again, no? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's just like, you know, baby, baby number, number two. two. I don't blame her for feeling like, I don't blame either of them for feeling like we need to get away from the family, especially with, you know, the situation with their mom and stuff. It just makes a lot of sense to me for them to be like, we're expecting baby number two. Like we need to distance ourselves because you don't know what can happen. That just might add fuel to the flames. I, I feel them. Get away. Yeah. Get away uh, fast. <laughs> also, also, also definitely need to shout out, uh, shout out Tyler Perry. 
Cause he, yeah. you know, he he went and housed them, gave them he security did. and everything mm-hmm. like that. Listen, I mm-hmm. might, I might uh think Tyler Perry overdoes it with his movies, and I'm not a Medea fan, but that dude's a real, real dude, though. End of the day, end of the mm-hmm. day, Tyler Perry is real for that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He's always always looks out for black actors. He always he mm-hmm. looked out for them when he didn't have to. You know, mm-hmm. I just you know, mm-hmm. if, if I just if wish he went so many didn't do so many Medea movies, but aside from that, <laughs> aside from that, Tyler Perry, a real motherfucker, man, mm-hmm. straight up. Um, I got a, a quick breaking news. I know we don't really do breaking news. Oh, um, and Bead hurt himself on a dunk and left the game. I just said this. Billy's up by seventeen, but uh, and Bead went down. He's got to get an MRI. Looks like it's hyper extended. So um. I literally just said if he could stay healthy. You did. You spoke it into existence. I was talking about this today. Oh my God. (laughs) This dude, man. I mean, look, I will say this year, this year he's been pretty damn good at, you know, staying healthy, but damn. It's always something. I mean, let's 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 just hope that you know it's not a serious injury. Yes, I, do I hope not, man. Help. I need. I want them. They're the, they're the only thing stopping the Nets in the East. So I really mm-hmm. hope that we need that competitive. Yeah, I hope Embiid is, <laughs> is all right, man. Damn. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. I didn't mean to speak it up like that. Yeah, it's like you know what I'm. You know what I'm gonna do what Skip Bayless do because had this a bit if LeBron was in the East right now, Skip Bayless would be like, oh well, this is just more luck and another way for LeBron to get the champ. I'm gonna do that same shit. This is more luck for Kevin Durant to get to the championship. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is more luck. This is just more things going Kevin Durant's way to get to the championship. Right. I'm talking about. They know what's up. It's the Lakers and five. Okay, say that, say that. Um, Seth, you posed a question. I have like two, maybe three things, maybe three movies. You guys know we have a movie question often now. Um, Of course. course. Worst movie ever. That was really, really hard. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of bad movies. (laughs) A lot of bad movies. Um, The first two that came to my mind, Fantastic Four. Which and one? World War 84. The one with Michael B. Jordan in it. That, <laughs> was he in that one? I didn't he like was. it that much. That was 2015. That, yes. And then the World War 84 with the Wonder. I did not like that movie. Which one? Oh, Wonder Woman? That shit was like a love. Wonder Woman. Love. Oh, Wonder Woman like 84. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was. Hated trash. that. Hated that. I was like, you guys could have just not. <laughs> you could have just saved yeah. this. Not. What the hell did they do that movie? Yeah, I, was, I, I was love upset. that original movie, First Wonder Woman. The first Wonder Woman was, like, was great. This? Yeah, First Wonder Woman oh. was great. That one was weak as fuck. And they went, they went so bad. They went so bad. That mall scene. The moment yes. I saw that mall scene, and I it just it just brought me back to like the Batman and Robin Batmans when it was like when when Arnold was Mister Freeze, and I was like, oh, so I'm watching a kids movie again. They're, like Thank DC you. has gone so far to like dope, realistic superhero movies like Batman mm-hmm. versus Superman and like Superman Man of Steel just mm-hmm. for that garbage. And I'm like, oh, so I'm watching a fucking childish movie now. Okay, gotcha. Terrible. 
Uh, that's what I felt like they were really trying to cater the movie to kids. But I, I, it was awful. Like you could have just not made a really great movie like you did with Black Panther, regular Wonder Woman, all these other amazing movies. Stick to that lane because the quality is better. The quality of the movie was terrible. Acting like I was just not satisfied at all. I was pissed after no, I, mean, I watched that. Cheetah, was uh, <laughs> what's the name? Uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah was trash. Mm-hmm. That was garbage. Like that, the cheetahs, that whole thing was mm-hmm. super trash. Why why did you say? Because I, I I agree with you, by the way. Why did you say the Fantastic Four with Michael B. Jordan was one of the worst? <sighs> and I agree with you, by the way. Um, <laughs> I know I'm gonna try to think back. It's been a long time since I watched it, but I just remember like it, it just the way that the whole storyline was like everything. I just remember hating the movie, the <laughs> graphics. I didn't like anything about it. And I paid to watch that movie, so I was ultra mad that I, I hated too. it. I did too. Yeah, it, uh, that movie. Uh, I mean, see what they tried to do. And again, I, I'm the biggest fan of making movies, superhero movies, realistic. Like I like, I like the darker more than the little kitty comic shit. I do like mm-hmm. that. But the thing is, there was so little action in that movie, and they yeah. decided to like they they Doctor Doom. Like they just made up different powers for him on the fly, and like his the 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 final battle was in like the last like nine minutes of the movie. And then when they did battle, basically they they beat him by punching him a lot. Like that was like that's, that's how it just, got me. Like, what is I was this? like, oh no! Yeah, yeah that shit the way was that trash. they constructed it, no good. Two that two shit. of mine, that was it. Oh, and honorable mention. I mean, because I'm an anime fan to some degree, but I hated the Dragon Ball Z movie too. Everyone also, absolutely terrible. If you were a fan of the actual anime, <laughs> Every, I, I'm not a fan of the anime, but I saw the movie, and the movie was garbage. Absolutely. <laughs> I, mean, I, I think everyone has said that movie was trash. Mm-hmm, oh, yeah. All right, those, those are three good ones, actually. Three good, three good, awful movies. Right. <laughs> Motor, what, what would you say? And I still, I don't know. I, <laughs> I honestly, because I've seen, I've seen a lot of good movies. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of some bad ones. Um, when she said the Wonder Woman thing, that made me think about Wonder Woman, how terrible that was. Uh, shit, I'm trying to think of some something bad that I've because I know there's something horrible that I've watched. I just can't think of it. Okay, um, well you're thinking I got mine. Yeah, go ahead. Give, give you give you a little bit more time. Give you a little bit more time. So I, I have a couple, but the the worst movie of all time, I'm talking about like big budget, small budget, whatever budget, worst movie of all time. It came out uh, last year. It's John Henry with Terry Crews. <laughs> worst. Yeah, we talked about that. Now, yeah. wait a second. Did you watch it? I 100% watched it. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know why. I, it, I struggled to get through it. It was the worst movie I have ever seen and I watched it I went and I went to film school so I watched a whole lot of fucking movies that I've had to watch from all the way back in the 30s we had a whole class on the beginning of film I've watched so many fucking movies and there will never be a worse film than John Henry with Terry Crews and Ludacris. Now, that being said, the worst bigger budget movie before then, John Henry uh, took play, role of, uh, it took uh, took precedence over this film after, you know, because it's more recent. <sighs> Jupiter Ascending. With that Channing Tatum, <laughs> Mila Kunis, oh, I about that. 
And the thing is, and like they have a great. Yeah, I never watched got, like, that Sean, movie. Oh my god, you got that great actor like Sean Bean. Maybe he needed to check that day. And the thing, so here's the problem with that movie, right? So one thing you always got to remember when it comes to movies, big bigger movies, right? If they this is, you know, pre-COVID, obviously. COVID has made it change because people got to push movies back. But pre-COVID, if a movie keeps getting delayed, that's a bad sign. If it's supposed to come out at a certain time and it keeps getting delayed, it's a horrible sign. The Wachowski brothers, now sisters, they made that movie, right? So the Wachowskis are the ones who made uh, The Matrix. Mm-hmm. And they made, as an actor, I love this movie called Cloud Atlas. A lot of people didn't. If you're an actor, you really like it because each character, Tom Hanks and Holly Berry, played like five, six different roles. It was dope. Um, Wachowski's has some good movies. They got some weak ones too, but they got some good movies. But I saw this movie and I was like, oh, so this movie like, takes place in space, takes place on Earth, takes place all over with. You had... Um, uh, uh, um, you know, it's a pretty pretty solid cast, you know what I'm saying? And I, I was excited about it. The movie, I believe, off top was originally supposed to come out in May, right? I was excited about it. Then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, no way, the movie's coming out in October. I'm like, hmm. Like, my antennas went up right there. Like, wait a minute, why are they pushing it back? Then October comes. They said the movie's not coming out till March of next year. I was like, okay, this shit's about to be weak as fuck. I went to the theater easily the worst movie I had seen to date. Easily. <laughs> I think it was about a 200 some million dollar budget. Garbage. Mila Kunis acting, garbage. Channing Tatum's acting, garbage. It was one of, to give you an idea of how bad it was, I, I keep, Eddie Redmayne, Eddie Redmayne did that movie and he did the movie called The Dutch Something. The same year, he won a Razzie Award and the Oscar in the same year. The Razzies are the awards for the worst movies ever. So this dude won an award for the best movie ever, the best movie of the year, and for the worst movie of the year in the same year. That movie was trash. Anybody who has got time, just go, just if you have nothing else to do, please go watch Jupiter Ascending so you can throw up. Because that movie is just absolutely garbage. Horrible. Ascending. Horrible. Jupiter Ascending. So yeah, that was those that are the a show two. too. Uh no, there's there is a show called Jupiter Something on Netflix now. Oh, but it's not okay. that one. No, no. Jupiter I think Jupiter Ascending is on Netflix though. Worst okay. movie ever. Disgusting. Just absolutely garbage. Made no sense. It just it was all over the place. That movie was awful, man. All right. I think awful. I got one, man. Uh-huh. I think I got one. So it pains me to say this because um, the lead actor or actress <laughs> is one of my favorites. Um, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Catwoman. Um, Catwoman choice. was terrible. Good choice. Um, and one of the scenes that that pisses me off every time I think about it is the basketball. Basketball. Scene. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Bruh, that scene. I mean, what the fuck was she doing? Like they made her like roll the ball around and jump off the wall <laughs> and catch the ball. Like she already had it in her hands. Like that was the that movie. At one was point, terrible. it looked like it was dancing. It wasn't even. It wasn't yeah. the basketball anymore. It looked yeah. like it was dancing. Yeah, yeah, that that movie was terrible, and, and 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 I think it made it even more terrible that they had Halle in it because it's like, yo, you got one of the great, you know, actresses, and then she got this shit character. <laughs> like, it was. I mean, the stuff they had her doing was terrible. I mean, yeah. 
if if I was her in her shoes or her team, I would have been like, listen, man, what the fuck is going this. on here? We're not <laughs> doing that shit. We're not doing this. Yeah, so that's my yeah. that's my that's my uh that's my one. I'm just gonna stick with that one. That, that's a really good choice. I mean, that that movie in general, like I mean, the plot behind it, it was basically like the bad guy was an evil makeup corporation. I was like, oh, this is trash. Like this, <laughs> it this, was. Shit, this shit is super evil trash. Lipstick. Exactly. Yeah, basically, it, it literally was evil makeup. Up. Like, oh, you if you stop using our makeup, your face will break. I was like, okay, all right. That's a lie. Look. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. Like it was it was, it was garbage. <laughs> that was, I mean, there's there's a lot of bad movies. I mean, uh, you know, we could go to especially superhero movies, you go Green Lantern. Um, you yeah. know, you can, you know, the, the, I mean the Ryan Reynolds has acknowledged that that movie was garbage. Uh shit, I mean. I, I, me personally, I really hate Captain Marvel. Like on, on the side, people like it. I hate, I hate Captain Marvel. Um, you know, said the 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 uh, um, Eric Banner Incredible Hulk was garbage. Uh, there's, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, 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 the Harley Quinn movie was garbage. Uh, pretty much. I, uh, I, I the hate other the- movie with with Will Smith in it. That one was. Garbage. Oh, After Earth, boom! After Earth. The one with his son, with Jaden, it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. Trash. Trash. Right. You know what? You know what, too? I'm going to go out on a limb and say M. Night Shyamalan movies are kind of trash. He, Not all of them. Not all oh. of them, because I've seen <laughs> some good ones. I've seen some good ones. It's interesting that you say that. But he's got some trash movies in his bag. Yeah, he has quite a few. It's interesting you say that. He and Me and my boy was talking about this not too long ago. M. Night is like he is... If you was to put him as an equivalent of an NBA player, he is the Cleveland Cavaliers J.R. Smith of filmmaking. This dude, one night will give you 30, and the next night he'll give you four. This dude is the most inconsistent filmmaker I think I've ever seen. He comes in strong with um, Sixth Sense. He comes back strong with Unbreakable. Then shit gets a little shaky with signs. Signs was like, it's, it's I like all right. Signs. I like That's signs. The one where they I was like walking signs. backwards like, and shit. It's crazy, uh, no. <laughs> yes, yes. It's the one with Mel. Ironically, Mel Gibson. We saw one earlier. He's got oh. Mel Gibson, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, and there was in um with the um aliens. I remember that one. Yeah. Then the then it started where they was walking backwards and shit. <clears throat> Where they got uh, the they got the virus and what well, wasn't a virus? Oh, the, ha- but the happening. We'll get to that. That was good. Yeah, the, yeah, the exactly. ha- yeah. We'll get, we'll get to that. They, they, like, they, yeah, yeah. The ha- and they just die or something. But, like, <laughs> they have Mark Wahlberg playing like a soft uh, math teacher. That, that was trash. They um, <laughs> but they, they, then you got uh, like uh, an outbreak, but like a. a shittier version of our yeah it's a big you killing you it was it was it, it was that was uh bird box before bird box except worse <laughs> that's like the best it was way like to put a mix it. between that and um uh 28 days or whatever 28 days later yeah yeah, yeah. Right, right they 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 um the village did y'all like the village that was the one where uh the, I, that was one of the movies that I would have probably put in the shit bag. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Another one that was kind of weak. Then <laughs> it was saw, like then, the village on the other side of the village. It wasn't. It wasn't nothing. It was like, modern times. It was like yeah. modern times versus when they. Yeah, it was. It was a okay twist. Eh. Yeah. Then, 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 then when he comes in with um, uh, 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 Lady in the Water, which was garbage. I'll be surprised if y'all even saw that. Uh, <laughs> I did not. 
Okay, then, so yeah, what you think about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Paul Giamatti is a good actor, but the the rest of that shit, that shit was trash. And then it kind of just kind of went off the, went off the rails. I mean, that's when the happening and just a whole bunch of trash starts coming out. Did you like and, Split? Uh, I did like Split. Split's more recent movie. though. I love Split. Split was <laughs> yes, really good. I did not like Glass. I did, I did not like you like glass. I think I like Samuel L. Jackson. Of course, okay, he was he fire. so funny. He he can make a movie better for me. I think maybe if I go rewatch it, I'll be like, oh, no, if you maybe you like it. I mean, you like I'm, I'm glass is, a, is another one. It's another yeah, glass is another divisive one. Like you know, what I'm saying I, it was. Uh, see, I I just feel like anytime you make a sequel to a movie a decade later, it's probably yeah. going to be trash. They did, you know, I love Sin City. They did that with Sin City. Oh, Sin City barely made it. Sin City came out in 05. The sequel came out in 2014, which is ridiculous. Mm. But like, I feel like um, uh, James uh, James Cameron's going to fuck around and do that with Avatar because Avatar came out in 09 and the sequel comes out next year. It's mm. like, my nigga, you going to come out with a sequel that started, that was out <laughs> in 2009. You going to drop the sequel in 2022? Well, I mean, we already know that the graphics is going to be crazy. Because, you know, back then that shit was revolutionized. Now yeah. it's like, you know, that shit is small potatoes. So I, I would be excited to see what it looks like. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's a long ass time to do a sequel. And I mean, yep. you gotta think Sam Worthington isn't even like a star anymore. So it's like, I mean, do we really care about Sam Worthington? Like, well, I hope <laughs> they don't just run with Sam Worthington. Well, I hope they yeah. <laughs> recruit. <laughs> oh, no, that's what I'm saying. They gotta get somebody else. Zoe, you know, Zoe's still gonna be in it. So that's gonna be good. Zoe Saldana's mm-hmm. still gonna be in it. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I, especially when it comes to movies, man, I can do this shit all day. Like, this is shit. Yeah. This is shit I, love. I do this all yeah, fucking day. I have, day. like, other questions, and I'm like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, nah, this... Longer talks, so I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. I'm not going to ask no more questions, but I, th- well, this is a question, so mm-hmm. I, this is my last question, but did y'all see Coming to America 2? I haven't watched it yet. I have. All right, so <laughs> since, since Kaya hasn't watched it yet, I'll just ask you, did you fuck with it? I and did. don't tell me, don't tell me anything else. Just did you? Because yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about it again. You know. What I'm saying? Well, yeah. No, see, the thing is, I can, I can give a, I can give a spoiler free answer. You know, what I'm saying sure. I don't got spoiled shit. I can. I, listen, it was certainly nowhere near as funny as the first one. Now, but hopefully, I hope everyone knew that going into it. Right. It's not as funny as the first one. I, it has some nostalgic moments that was like, all right, it's cool. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't like how, uh, it, 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 like, basically they kind of stopped Eddie from being able to do what Eddie does. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I noticed, and I noticed that when I watched it. Just keep in mind, the as funny as the first one was, a lot of that had to do with because it's an R rating. He can really mm. be, he can really go crazy with it and just be edgy and shit. This one's PG-13. So that kind of mm-hmm. already should tell you right there. So I say all that to say, I did think it was entertaining. I'm not, I probably won't <coughs> watch it again because it wasn't yeah. that great, but it was good. Like on a on one watch, it's like, okay, it was cool. I'm not mad right. at it. I'm not, it's kind of what I expected it to be. You know, so I don't hate it. So I guess that's the best way to put it. So when you watch it, you'll probably be like, okay, it's okay. It's all right. What'd you I'm think? Excited. I fucked with it and I felt the same way. I felt like it was. I knew it wasn't going to be as funny as the first one because it's hard to outdo like a classic <clears throat> first movie anyway. But um, 
I didn't think it was trash at all. And I, I liked um I liked how they, you know, uh used the storyline to uh to kind of like add, you know, all of the funny stuff that that they did. So <clears throat> without without spoiling it, um, I fucked with it. I think I think that it was uh it was above average for a lot of uh people that have been saying um it was trash because you know I think I think a lot of America's um like movie critiquing is suspect. Like I don't go off of what people say. <laughs> about movies like even critics you know a movie critic yeah. can't tell me that i shouldn't see a movie because i'm probably going to see it anyway mm-hmm. but um usually when a lot of people say a movie's trash that makes me want to watch it more yeah. just to see if it really is trash or if people just you know like saying some shit is trash because they <laughs> you know that's just the mo now the worst right. the worst place to get movie reviews is definitely Twitter because oh, yeah, you know, for sure. like Twitter, Twitter, that's just what they do. Like Twitter is pretty much just like uh whatever the movie is, we're just gonna say it's trash just to get attention. So <laughs> you, you certainly can't get it from Twitter. Uh Rotten Tomatoes is is iffy because some sometimes Rotten Tomatoes is on point, sometimes Rotten Tomatoes be doing anything, you know what I'm saying? Just really all depends. It definitely is an agenda. Sometimes Rotten Tomatoes, like and you can tell, like you you can tell the agenda. Like it'll be it'll be certain shows or movies that like like clearly everybody hates like I mean you haven't seen a single solitary person that has said this was good but on Rotten Tomatoes they'll have it at like 89% it's like okay we, we but then the audience score will be 25% so it's like okay <laughs> we, we we see the jig you know what I'm saying somebody Meanwhile, got paid off they have Friday rated so low I was see like what I'm y'all know I know what you're talking about well, as soon as I saw what they have Friday rated I was like I won't trust you I'll just go watch it yeah, they don't know a classic. <laughs> they they just like they like you said they got an agenda. So mm-hmm. it depends. It depends mm-hmm. on the agenda, depending on the movie, and that's why audience score is so critical. I mean, I I only really watch this critic. There's this uh critic on um YouTube named Jeremy Johns. He's the only one that I watch. He's really good. So if you want to actually watch a critic, then watch mm-hmm. Jeremy Johns, or go to my Twitter and listen to me because I know what the fuck right. I'm talking about. You know what I'm <laughs> this is one or the other. You know what right. I'm saying? So. Yeah. You guys kind of gave the same uh, answer that Lunell gave because I watch uh, a lot of her little like mini interviews that she does on Vlad and they were asking her about the movie because she's in it. And she was saying that um, she she knew that it wasn't going to be as funny. And she said exactly what we said. It goes from being rated R to PG-13. So you just have to expect less raw comedy mm-hmm. in that way. Uh, you got to see the humor in different ways or see the movie, I guess, as it's presented to you as a PG-13 movie, not expecting the same caliber of movie you had. So it's like going in, hearing her say that, I was like, okay, I kind of know what to expect a mm, little bit. I, I hate that though. I hate, I, 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 I put on Twitter before, yeah, I, I have this theory that since 2010, every movie that isn't a comic movie outside of a Christopher Nolan movie that's PG-13 is trash. I just, I, that's just like my theory that I have. If it's not a Christopher Nolan movie, if it's not a comic book movie and it's PG-13, it probably will be trash. All the horror movies they made PG-13, trash. Every movie <laughs> like that, like coming to America with whatever, like you don't give me a PG-13 comedy. It's probably right. and that's and again it, coming to America overall, it's not trash, but it, it could tow the lines. If it were R-rated, it'd be R-rated, be totally different. Like stop, mm-hmm. stop being afraid. You're still gonna get see, teenagers are still gonna spend that rated R money. So you gotta stop like okay. just giving a peep. Nah, let let movies be rated R. It's so much you know better. what I think they were thinking, and then maybe um, 
during the pandemic, people are going to be in the house a lot watching the movie. So like, let's make it more family friendly than more like raw to me. Yeah. Not as smart. I felt like, wait, give me a rated R movie. That's what we need. Straight up. I'll wait. 100%. 100%. Yeah, you can't follow up a movie like that with a movie like this, you know? Right. And 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 like I said, it's it's not to say that the movie's trash, but for you to add, you know, basically put a cut on it and then make mm-hmm. it like, oh, it's going to be PG thirteen. Like the first movie wasn't PG thirteen. Why would you go backwards? Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes no sense. Because now you mm-hmm. got to filter out even more shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. You can. I mean, like in movies, like even like just like the like PG thirteen, the language. You, I think you have, you literally have like a you get like a saying fuck cut off. You can say it like five times or something at the most or some shit like that. I think it's three times actually in PG thirteen movies. So it's like, how you have Eddie Murphy when you can't say it? that's just don't make no sense, man. You know. I'm with you guys. Um, so let's address this little rumor. We it's a definitely a rumor. The J Lo and A Rod split, potential split. That I feel like we were reading up on different information before this podcast started, and like nothing seems so concrete and clear to be like they're dunces. But that's what everybody keeps saying. Mm-hmm. But what they're saying to uh, make their claims real is it just looks like a bunch of bullshit <laughs> to me, or it sounds like that. What do you guys think, Motor? You were reading into that earlier. Um, well, I, I checked out page six and um, page six is a website I'm not really familiar with, but they were the first ones to report this uh, matter. J-Lo and A-Rod, uh, a.k.a. J-Rod is, is supposedly <laughs> J-Dunn. That, that's what that's what TMZ said. That that line, that headline is terrible. Um, they got to be that somebody needs to be fair for that. But um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I never really, I never really like to believe TMZ when they, you know, are the first to report something. And then finding out that Page Six was the first to report it, really didn't do anything for me either. On the fact that I don't know who the hell they are, I don't know how you know um, uh, reliable their their sources are. And then here's the thing that that confuses the shit out of me. So you know, TMZ has this big report about the fact that. J-Lo and A-Rod have broken up and the wedding is off. (laughs) But when you read what they said, there is nothing in there that even remotely says that the two are even mad at each other. One (laughs) is in another country shooting a movie and the other is in Miami on a sailboat. Like, who said that they split? You know, unless there's sources from either one's camp. um, I don't really know how uh real this is but um if this rumor has any validity to it then uh um i do believe that you know there's a also another rumor part of that rumor that um a rod was getting cozy with another shorty Mm. Um, and if there's any truth to that um that will be crazy but we'll find out you know the truth will come to light because according to him the two have never met this person that uh he's been cozying up with so i mean i don't understand how you get caught up with supposedly cozying up with a person that you've never met mm-hmm. um so yeah uh a little sticky situation uh if a rod fucked this up it's uh it's uh epic fuck up in entire think so yeah if he did it's that could it's an epic fuck up but mm-hmm. one asterisk i'll put on this is 
when you have stuff like this, you have to look at the person who it keeps happening to. And, uh, oh, man, you, you know, took my point right out of my mouth. You got to look at... That's about to be my point. You got to look at J-Lo and the fact that, you know, Mark Anthony, uh, what happened to him? You know, they mm-hmm. were married. Um, another instance, mm-hmm. the young guy, they had a baby. What happened to him? Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's like we got this you know, cycle that's brewing and hopefully, um, hopefully all this shit is just a rumor, but you, you literally took my point. My point is, see, this is one thing I always found that was pretty funny that, um, you know, like, I, and typically I love like Mary, Mary J. Blige is the point of this. I love Mary J. Blige, right? But Mary J. Blige, she has like a lot of music towards the end of her career talking about pain and niggas ain't shit and all this other shit. Like basically, and I'm sitting there like, Mary, you're like 50. At some point, it might just be you. At some point, you gotta look at it. Like maybe it's just you and this same logic got to apply to j-lo listen listen everybody got a past everybody has former relationships relationships that they've been in and all that shit j-lo has been married so many she had the first husband she had mark anthony she had the dancer she had ben affleck she had diddy she wasn't married but she had diddy she had like at some point the common denominator becomes J-Lo, maybe it's just you. Maybe that's what the case may be. I mean, call me crazy. It might just be J-Lo. Listen, <laughs> J-Lo, I, and I like J-Lo. I'm a J-Lo fan. I, I do, you know what I'm saying? I like her uh, uh, <clears throat> acting a little bit more than the music, but you know, I, I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not mad at J-Lo, but it's just like, J-Lo's on, she's in her 50s right now, I believe, right? Yeah, she's in her 50s. Still looks good. You know, I saw the mm-hmm. Hustlers movie. She was great in that. She looked looked great in that. But mm-hmm. at some point, if this breakup <clears throat> is really true, I'm looking at J-Lo. A-Rod probably did some bullshit too, but I'm, I'm looking at the common denominator. Call me crazy, call me whatever, but I'm looking at the common denominator here. And J-Lo, this just keeps happening i say the same thing with holly berry as much as i love holly berry the shit just keeps happening so if you those uh wise words that one of my old heads back back home had told me that if you have a gorgeous woman that is older and she keeps being single over and over again that says something about her there's a reason there's a reason why an attractive woman keeps getting broken up with keeps getting left alone there's a reason you know being the female podcast i'm gonna say Mm -hmm. i i do agree with that statement specifically because i think that when you find yourself as person going through the same shit it is important to look at yourself and not not to say that might mean she's like a bad person or anything but it's sometimes like am i do I have some unhealthy ways of being within me that I need to adjust so I can be better? Mm-hmm. Or is it something about the people that I pick or the people I choose to deal with? Either which way, it's like you still have your own option or choice as a person. So I do think, I mean, as much as people can blame it on him, it's kind of like, what do you keep on welcoming into your life? I think. Amen. So I'm, I'm with that. That's, that's called, that's called accountability. Account- that's called account- <laughs> I just about to say, that's called accountability. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. I'm not mad at it. You hit the nail on the head with that. So, I mean, well, I guess we'll just see where it goes. But, I mean, right. I don't know. And I just want to say, Allie Crazy, 
Halle crazy. Oh, man, <laughs> what? Man, who you talking? Holly be going through motherfuckers. This shit is crazy. And Holly fine as a motherfucker, but every single time, there's a reason that people that men keep leaving this fine ass, rich, famous woman. There's a reason why. A lot of people feel like they don't have to change. So they'll just be like that and go through mm-hmm. the same thing again and again and again. And it's kind of like, you know, if you just take a step back and maybe mm-hmm. just change like one thing, like yep. one little thing can yep. change all your happiness forever. But, you know. Thanks. Especially if you're do rich you and think- famous, like you're rich, famous, successful. Yeah, nah, like- what more do you have to work on besides yourself? Not just saying <laughs> you Big already fact. figured out the key to make your money. <laughs> Big facts. This might be uh, harder for them to do. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I agree. I a thousand percent agree. That's why I think they go through the cycle so much. And maybe it's hard too when you're that wealthy because it's like the pool of people you deal with uh, or you feel like you should deal with. Um, I know some women always feel weird about dating down men too, possibly, you know what I mean? Like this person want me for the right reasons, et cetera, back and forth um, on both ends. So, I mean, I think a lot of those people, celebrities, they just got to get to some place of balance because most of them, from what I've seen, if they're not grounded or have some sort of something, a lot of them be wacky with the people, you know, in and out of a relationship every two seconds. And I'm just like, Oh, well, you know, I mean, that's going to be that's going to be that's like a probably more so an ego thing uh, mm-hmm. off because, you know, like you said, they, they're rich and famous and they've been stuck in their way so they can just be who they are mm-hmm. and don't necessarily have to uh, compromise or negotiate. So um, then you have a stalemate because then you might have two stars or, or whatever. That's like, you know, I'm me and I'm me and I'm not going to be somebody for for somebody else so you know then i've been me all this time and been successful why change now they don't understand the compromise right the shit that's been working for me all these years why change that you know what i'm saying and it might not necessarily be uh see you know i think it's it's more obviously a mind state but you know they might think that like oh if i change this it could change everything no you know just change some yeah. shit up a little bit. Yeah, sometimes just don't be a dickhead. Sometimes yeah. I don't, too much. It's, it's just really don't be an simple. asshole. Just listen a little bit. Stop talking. You know what I'm saying? Little things, little things. All you got to do is just look at the celebrities that it's worked for. There's a lot of celebrities that, I mean, look, they're yes. rich, they're famous, and they're not dickheads like that. And everything, you know what I'm saying? And everything seems to be going fine. They're with happy. Their, <laughs> at least they appear to be because we don't really know them. But from what mm-hmm. it appears to be, that's what it appears. But they're not constantly every fucking week. Oh, this person got broken up with this person. They've been like, come on, man, look at the ones that it work for. Look who well, I look at people like Ashton Kutcher, people like uh, Adam Sandler. They're just always so chilling. And I feel like it's because they're grounded. They're not focused on trying to be so ego driven and like egotistical about getting that, that yep. It's kind of like, I'm going to be who I am and I'm chilling. You know what yep. I mean? Like, I respect that. You already Adam, get a lot of attention. Yep, you said Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler. I, I, I didn't hoop with Adam Sandler before. Like, yeah. I hoop with Adam Sandler twice. This yeah. dude has come to the court with just like regular niggas on the court hooping. And he's like, okay, I'm on. Like, I don't hoop with Adam Sandler. Like, it's crazy. That dead ass. I, I hoop with him at West Hollywood Library Courts. I'm hooping that nigga. Like, yeah. Adam Sandler, cool as fuck like that. You know what I mean? That's dope, man. Amazing. And, uh, so, certain celebs, they'll, they'll be like that. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, either which way, I wish J Lo and A Rod both of them the best, whether they're together or separate. Hopefully, mm-hmm. they get their stuff figured out. Hopefully, TMZ page six, all of them get some more clarity on the situation because what they got posted sounds a little suspect, a little crazy to me right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a little premature. There we go. Um, but 
Do you guys have anything else you want to add, chit chat about, to mention? No. I'm good. So if the Lakers get this W right now, they're about to play in about two, three minutes. So let's hope they get get this W against the Pacers. Yeah, I just need the Miami Heat to uh, win by more than two, and um, I'll be six (laughs) hundred dollars richer. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, make sure you guys that are listening go follow our social media pages and uh, Mm -hmm. check us out. Okay. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in again to the B B B podcast. Triple Bs. Triple B's, baby. You already know. <laughs>